Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood. That's Casey Earl Flynn. He's in, uh, he's in Denver, and I am McGee. I am in South Florida. I'm in Dania, Florida. No Corey Collins this time. He is uh, in, in locations, uh, location, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? <laughs> locations unknown. Parts unknown. That's the phrase I was looking for. Um, but he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back for the Masters. We'll all be back for the Masters, right? Isn't that we will. Nice we time? will. Although That's we might our next something. tournament. We might do something for the bracket event. That's right. That's right. That would be fun. Um, but we're here to talk about TPC Sawgrass. Took an extra day. I like that. It was I an interesting tournament. <laughs> yeah, it was wild, right? Weather was crazy. Yeah. I loved it, too. I took yesterday off just to enjoy uh, golf on a Monday. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, well, I uh, the the wind. I mean, it, the wind was no joke. Even down here, I'm I'm about a four hour, four and a half hour drive from there, I think. And even down here, it was like nasty and windy and 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 uh-huh. overcast and etc. Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a factor to say the absolute least. My gosh, it was a big deal. I think uh, everyone needs to <clears throat> take a long look at that leaderboard. Uh, for future reference for, you know, when we have weather coming up, I think a lot of guys showed what they can do. Um, obviously, it didn't really play out exactly how, you know, fair, if you will, even though that's just golf, that's part of it. But, you know, the guys who started on Thursday didn't have to deal with the mess on, on Saturday. Um, yeah, I had Daniel Berger, who ended Thursday with a couple str- holes left to play, and and contending for first round leader, stroke off. Yeah, and then he went out Friday. Right, wait, they didn't play anything Friday. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday he went out and played the the the. No, he went out for um, for like really early Friday morning and played like two more holes and then went out and finished Saturday morning before playing Saturday afternoon. Yeah. It was crazy. And so I had to It wait was just days. crazy. Yeah. I had to wait days and and of course I was one stroke shy. It sucked. Yeah, and, and it then, could have been had he been able to finish on Thursday I might have I mean, he wouldn't have been Yeah, he had to play like three brutal holes in the wind. And he actually did pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyone who just kept it together during that, I mean, that was just insane. I mean, you saw Justin Thomas came out and shot a three under in that wind. I mean, that's just, that's insane. I mean, half the guys couldn't even, I mean, just you couldn't even play. And But there was a few guys who even shot under par in that. So I just think that it's something to look at and remember in, let's say, maybe the British Open or yeah. – who knows? There could be a tournament this year where there's similar weather conditions, and um, just to have the guy be able to stick it out like that is—it's a big deal. I mean, I, I think ever, every, anyone on the leaderboard was just just did an incredible job just to, just to stay in the game, you know. Yeah. Have you um, have you ever played a win like that? 
I have, yeah. Um, actually, the the course that I um, my high school course, my home course in high school, it's called Northgate. It's not around anymore for the exact reason that it was just always windy, and a lot of times it was really, really windy. Um, I I remember a specific tournament too. I played in in Fernley. Oh my god, it was probably sixty mile. I mean, it was unplayable wind, but we. Still played in it. I think I shot like a 95, and I actually did pretty good. <laughs> That's wild. But it was – the wind like that, I mean, if you get the ball up in the air at all, it just keeps going up. The wind pushes it, and it will just hang there. You'll just see the ball just – but it's not going anywhere. It's just like floating. Um, so you have to get the ball real low. Every shot they hit had to be low, um, even when – Maybe when the wind's behind you, you can put it up in the air. But even then, then it gets out. It might it goes too far, obviously. But it just is. It it's no fun. I'll tell you that. I think some of these guys probably get a kick out of it just because it's it's different. You know, they play, you know, in beautiful weather, like ninety percent of the time. Um, so maybe it's fun for some of them. But I think at the end of the day, it's miserable. I hate it. I I won't play in the wind like on a normal day. I would just cancel it. There's, it's no fun at all. It's a couple weeks in a row of it too, with because Bay Hill is. is pretty windy, and and West yep. Palm wasn't even great, you know. And that's weird for the Florida, Florida. School. It is. I'm sure they're ready to get out of there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you saw some guys in their interviews saying, "Well, that's why we don't play this tournament in March." Um, I think that was, or one one of the guys said that. Um, you know, this tournament used to be in May. And they've actually moved it a couple of times. And that's why I think a lot of the players would prefer it in May when it's, you know, there's a higher chance of it being like like it was in yeah, March. Yeah, the whole schedule got reworked. And I kind of like it for a lot of reasons, but obviously there's going to be issues like that where, you know, things got rescheduled in such a way that it's the conditions aren't awesome. Yeah. Um, it could be. I mean – it could be nasty weather in, in Augusta, though. It could, I mean, that this time of year. Well, well I, I feel like I say this every time we recap, but I was, I was really looking at, I, for some reason, I feel like it's very fitting. It, it's a lot like Augusta when, you know, the Augusta doesn't even have to have tough conditions for it to be tough. Like, if you notice, like, these guys who are just right off the green and they chip, and it goes right past the hole, and then it goes off the green. You know, that's very Augusta-like um, where their short games better be absolutely perfect or you literally can't even get it on the green, you know. Um, and that's where I thought, you know, obviously Cam will winning it. I mean, he's just – yeah, he's got such an incredible short game. It's just – it's ten, really incredible. Ten birdies on this fucking He had round. ten birdies yesterday. That is – I don't know if people understand how insanely difficult that is. I don't know what else to say. That is absolutely insane. What a scorecard. I mean, he only had one par going into the 14th hole, I think. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy. It was cool. Um, And then, yeah, you're right. This is a. This was a good – this is a good reference as to who to 
who to look at and who to be considering when we go into the British Open because that's where we have the best chance of this kind of weather to be replicated. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you have this weekend? I had Morikawa, which... Missed the cut. Yeah, he was one of the guys who um, just, you know, it was just luck of the draws. Really, at the end of the day, it's just incredibly unfair, but it just is what it is. Um, but, yeah, he had to play, you know, the whole his whole first round in 45-mile-an-hour wins while these guys, you know, like Fleetwood had a, you know, gone out in six under on Thursday. I mean, yeah. there's no way you're shooting. I mean, it's just it just was unfair conditions. It's yeah, the draw was a real big, real big deal. It really was. I mean, <clears throat> I think at a betting standpoint, it just was like <laughs> – I mean, I guess we should have looked at that as let's get whoever's playing first. But when I I did look at that, and I it just looked like every day was going to be gnarly. So I didn't I don't know what happened where the storm like didn't it came in late on Thursday. You know, yeah, as far as I knew, I thought maybe right the guys that teed off first would actually be the ones in the shit storm. You know, right? Um, so you didn't really know, but I guess. I mean, well, if I maybe look at the saw, weather a little bit harder. From what I saw, it's it's been like that for a few years, where who the the winners have come from the early start Thursday, late mm. T Friday groups. Interesting. Well, that's good to know for next year, or maybe even next tournament. I I almost always like to pick someone who tees off first, but that's only just just to get a good start. But that doesn't really mean anything. I mean. Where did Cam sit after Thursday? I think he was like two under, maybe. Um, I mean, he didn't really have much of an advantage going into yesterday. He just played really well, you know, on his 36 holes yesterday. So, I mean, it didn't, at the end of the day, it didn't really matter for the winner. But it, as far as the leaderboard, every single one of those dudes was a Thursday morning guy, you know? Right. Right. So, but. I mean, and Cam Smith was as well, so it did matter for the winner. But it seemed like I was happy that the way he played, you know, he was a fitting winner. It wasn't just the guy who, you know, went off early on Thursday. It was – he was – God, he was incredible yesterday. That was absolutely spectacular. Very fitting as a winner. Yeah, he was good. Um, all right, man. Well, that – I, I wish that would co- course would play like that. Like, I wish you could have bad weather every year because that was actually – I kind of like it. I, I kind of like this year, man. I'll be the honest. The announcers like, are like, know. well, this is going to be really fun for us. But the players are hating their life right now, but especially when there's $3.5 million. I mean, fifth place got a million dollars, I think. Like So, like, every stroke was millions Ugh. or hundreds of thousands. Daniel Burgers. <laughs> I mean, Top five, middle, uh, on the back nine of the. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man. And then, and then, then you have seventeen and eighteen, and when they're only down a few strokes, they're gonna go for it, right? Yeah. You saw Justin Thomas. A lot of people had him in fantasy, or say, yeah, top ten. He went for it on seventeen and eighteen. I think he went triple double or something to finish or whatever he did. He went like three or four over the last two holes. Yeah, it was crazy. Just because he was. He was going for it, you know, going for the win, like golfers do. But he really screwed some, like, especially fantasy players out of, 
a few oh, yeah. million points. Daniel Berger went from T five to to T sixteen. You know. Did you have him top ten, top five? Of course. First round, oh, winner, man, top ten, was, top five to win. He was fifth place going into the seventeenth hole. <laughs> oh, that's brutal, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta admire his courage and going for it. But I'm so mad at him. I'm still pissed. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, that's brutal. But yeah. that's golf, man. You know what? Has he bird? What if he birdies seventeen and eighteen? Though? Fuck you! I'm in the playoff. I mean, there might be a playoff. <laughs> yeah, you know yes, that's, that's where I mean. I'm at. I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here rooting for a playoff, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, so you like that he went for it, right? Like he could have yeah, just laid up into the middle of the green on seventeen, but I then you two put for par, and you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I and mean, then eighteen, I, I, if you just hit your drive off to the right on eighteen and punch out, chip up, hope you make your putt for par. That's pretty much how. But if you want to go for it, you got to hook it around the bend and hope you don't go in the water, and then you have a shot at a birdie. But you got – I mean, it's just two swings that are going to, you know, you're either going for it or you're not. I mean, where that pin is on 17, oh, my gosh. Like, exactly. you really have to just go – I mean, they're – even the shot tracker, it looks like it's going in the water when they're hitting it at the pin. And it really is only about a yard or two from the water. Um, it was cool watching some of those guys go after it. Another guy – did you see – Dustin Johnson shot a 63 yesterday. Yeah, he really like, had a nice, out of nowhere. What nice the, where did that come from? He was plus two at one point, and all of a sudden, I looked down, I saw his name. I'm like, oh, they must have. There must be a problem there. He shot a nine under yesterday. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that's a guy that I've been waiting for him. Everybody's been waiting for him, but whoever saved him in fantasy is licking their chops right now because if he gets hot, watch out. And yeah. I think he's about to. I really do. I thought he's played really pretty well all year. He just kind of almost like the Matsuyama thing where he's got like one bad day, you know, That's and then he plays really well the rest of the time. It's kind of odd, but when he pulls that together, it's big trouble for everybody else. If you else. can get a decent number in Augusta, that might be a play. I love it. I love it. Even though it's hard to not love Cam Smith right now, but, yeah, we'll see what happens in this next month. But, you know, I've been saying the whole time that Rom's going to win the Masters, but – Boy, does he not look good. No, he looks <laughs> He doesn't awesome. look good at all. Didn't he just have a kid? Yeah, there's another one on the way. Yeah. Um, oh, there are we going to get into uh, this again? Are we going to get into this again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, do you remember who Corey had this weekend? No, I don't. I thought he had more in college, too, but I could be wrong. I think you might be right. Yeah, we had a. Uh, only two people picked Cam. Uh, Mike Wetzel, one of them. Shout out to him. That's a huge payday for him in fantasy. He will be by far in the lead. Um, Who was the other person? Nick Yarborough, a Reno guy. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, he's in L.A., but I know him from some Reno. That's so that's awesome. big for him, both yeah. of them. Um, so, yeah, we're off to the running now. Now it's go time in fantasy. You know, after this this week, you know, everything's worth a lot of money now. That was the biggest yeah. one, but pretty much all the rest of our tournaments are worth 
almost as much. The price a little less, but right. I mean, almost all of them are close to three mil winner, like 2.6, 2.8, stuff like that. So oh, yeah. pretty much everyone's in it. Just got to pick. You pick one winner, you'll go from first to last or last to first. Yeah, you get, and if, God forbid, you get a call. You do well in a couple of the majors and it's over. You know, you're right. right now yep. yep. That's right. All right, pal. Well, this was fun. Always is, and yeah, how exciting is it to say next time we talk will be the greatest sporting event of all time? A tradition unlike any other. <laughs> all right, man. Yes, I'll sir. Yeah, we'll see you for the Masters. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gaming problem, let's make some money.